Welcome to Let's Place, the podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made according to quality. I'm Luke. I'm still here, even after that last one. And you know who else is still here is Chelsea. I'm here. And Crystal. Aloha. We did a lot of games last time, y'all. We did eight of them. A lot of, we did eight whole ones. We did eight games? Yeah, we did eight games with seven people. It was basically a peer people? review episode. Yeah. There wasn't any it reason was, to do that. It was the three of us, Kay, Dustin, Emily, and Cassandra. Yeah. Well, well, the reason was we had bad games that we decided didn't deserve to be on our beautific list anymore. I'm so glad. I'm so glad the soundboard's back. <laughs> I'm just playing Pong. You sure are. Because, well... You know, it's really... <laughs> oh boy, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's getting hard. It's, I'm on expert mode. I'm glad that you're having a fun time playing Pong. It's uh, very hard to talk while this, while, while this is... <laughs> I lost. I lost. Okay, great. Anyway, b- I was about to segue into... Because, like, like I said, we had to replace three games last time. And I do have a question, because I think there might be another game we need to strike that has not come up in a while. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, Super Mario time... Maker. <laughs> last time we struck Two Heart 2, because versions of it had explicit content, even though the cast was entirely high schoolers. Mm, I think that means we need to talk about Cherry Moderate. A visual oh, novel. Yeah. Classic I, one. I believe at the time we were like, well, all the characters are underage, so it's not gross. But what? Oh, why did we think that what? way? What? Is oh, that what we, we pro- said? I think we said. I don't pro- think that's what we said. I. No, what I remember like the about. The protagonist is also a high schooler, so it's not like there's. What I remember about <laughs> it was that we couldn't confirm whether or not there was any explicitness. Let me double check the visual novel database. I believe I saw that it has explicit Mika, content. Mika, a health teacher, and I, Sensai, an education practitioner, are newly assigned to the third grade and swimming department of the high school. Mm-hmm. So, Let's see. I, I it's in high school. Hold on. Cherry moderate. Uh, sexual content. I mean, it is rated adult on this website. Yeah, sexual content, ADV, twin sister heroines, group sex of one male and several females, student heroine, date display, nonpa, school nurse heroine. I think, I think we need to strike it. Okay. Okay. I think I think we had laxer uh, standards at some point that I'm embarrassed by now and a little ashamed of. Man, it's tough out there for visual novels. It is. I don't want to be mean to it. Listen, memories off after rain is still is still pure. <laughs> uh, so that does mean we got to do six games this time. But there's only three of us, so it'll be easy. Yeah. As Crystal may have clued you in before, this week we are placing Pong. We are placing Localand. Critical Mass, also known as Power. 
Romania 203. Uh, let me get in the sixth game I had prepared in case this went the way I thought it would. Worldwide Soccer Manager 2008. And uh, we need a judge's ruling on whether we can place this last one. Uh, because the last one I have on here is a listener suggestion called Tom and Jerry World. Which, uh... Is supposed you know we'll get to it when we get through the games because I've got a replacement already lined up for that one. But let's start with Pong. It came up at random, and I guess we got to talk about Pong now. Let's see what Moby Games has to say about Pong. Yep, that's you're playing another round of it. Pong is a dedicated console in uh, oh oh me the oh I see. <laughs> they got a point on me. Oh, wow. Okay, so this... I tried to find, like, the original Pong for the Moby Games page here, and it's maybe not the best one to use. Pong is a dedicated console in unassembled format. It consists of some PC boards and ICs and must be assembled by the player using a detailed manual. Holy the shit. Actual yeah, I did not realize that some assembly was required for Pong what? originally. The actual hardware allows for five different Pong variants. They include Pong, Tennis... Four player tennis and soccer. Okay. What's the difference between Pong and tennis? Mm, guess what? Nothing. <laughs> let's look at let, let, let's let's turn to maybe the internet. Let's see. Pong tennis. Now let's go look up Pong on Wikipedia and let's see if we can't figure out how tennis was different. Because as I think everyone here knows what Pong is, right? It's Pong. You got the paddles, you you slap a ball around. Everyone has a what? good time. What? Pong? <laughs> what? Pong. Pong. Yeah, you know, hmm. Pong. Unfamiliar. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Um, the Wikipedia page does not have information on what the variant games were like, but, you know, I think they just kind of... Because no one remembers them. They only <laughs> remember Pong. Well, because I also think the variants were basically just Pong. Uh... Now, hold on a sec. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. So, I think Pong released as an arcade cabinet in 1972, and then the home version was 1975 or 76. It's it's complicated. Pong has a weird history. Like, the people that made Pong were weirdos. And they, like... If I, if I remember right, there's stories about them, like, picking up homeless people off the street to, like help them assemble Pong machines because they couldn't what? build them fast enough. It's weird. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Oh, man. And I, of course I can't, you know, it's going to be too hard to find that information now. And if that's inaccurate, that's a weird lie to tell. I, I'm pretty sure that's true, though. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. We're going to place Pong, how about? Uh, let's, let's turn to our handy-dandy computer program here. We've placed how many games? What? Four or fifteen, I think? That's so many. That's so many. Oh, shit! Luke! What? This was supposed to be the weed episode! Ah, oh, shit, that's right. Well, smoke weed, do pong. Play pong. Great. Okay. <laughs> Fine, I'll accept it. <laughs> We're gonna start at number 207. Next one, Chelsea. Be the weed episode. Because we'll start yeah. at 420. We'll start at 420. That's true. That's true. 
Uh, Chelsea, how does Pong compare to Pokemon Blue version America? <laughs> two two classic games, right head to head. Pokemon. Crystal. Pong. All right. Hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> um. You know, I think it's got to be Pong. <laughs> And not just because Pong should be in the top half of this list. I mean, it takes me a couple days to get bored of Pokemon. I'd probably get bored of Pong in like five minutes. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think if you look at it in its original context, it was a miracle of engineering. I I'm gonna go Pong, but yeah, it's a weird... <laughs> it's a weird comparison. It even brought together Ashton Kutcher and the dad from that 70s show. <laughs> Crystal, how does Pong compare to Sonic the Hedgehog 2? The sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog, now Sonic's got a little buddy named Tails. Pong is a superior video game to the second Sonic the Hedgehog game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Pong. Alright. That means Pong beats Sonic and moves up to number 51. Chelsea, how does it compare? Yeah, I know how we can save... I know how we can save this and make it the weed episode. Okay. Bong. <laughs> Chelsea, how does Pong compare to Puyo Puyo Tetris? The competitive puzzler that mashes two great competitive puzzlers together. Puyo Puyo. All right, uh... Shall, uh, Crystal. It's gotta be Pong. Man. Nah, I just like Puyo Puyo too much, I think. Listen, Pong is great. But also, it is just two lines in a square. It's the you video know. game. It is the video game. It's but, the video game. But, but Puyo Puyo Tetris has lines and squares and squiggles and little hooks. So I, I gotta give it to the game with more shapes these millennials and their pac-mans and donkey kongs <laughs> back in my day we had pong yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyway pong is gonna move down to number 77 crystal how does it compare to tom clancy's splinter cell a <laughs> stealth action game where you gotta you know sam fisher your way through the world Pong. I wish we had this example to put on the description for the panel. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's better, Pong or Splitter Cell? Uh, Chelsea? Um... Uh, what did Crystal say? Uh, she said Pong. Splitter Cell. Uh, just leaving it to me to decide, huh? Uh, Alright, um... Ugh... I get man. See, okay, we need. To, we've had this discussion a few times because Pong is a very important game. It's Pong. We'd be remiss to not recognize <laughs> the importance of Pong. Right, but this isn't about. This isn't a ranked list of like we're not ranking them according to importance. I say it at the top of every show. We rank them according to quality. I think Pong's quality is high. Okay. <laughs> Crystal, I see, I've not played Splinter Cell, and it's one of your favorite games, so whenever you vote against it, I feel good voting against it. I'm gonna go with Pong. Grass. 
<laughs> uh, which moves it up to number 64. Crystal, how does it compare to Bayonetta, the game where you're a hair witch that's got to fuck her way right through the angels to kill them? Remember when there's discourse about whether Bayonetta is feminist or not feminist? I do remember that, yes. Pong never had that. All right. <laughs> Chelsea? Pong did not contribute to the discourse. <laughs> is that a vote against Pong? No, I'm Bayonetta. All right. It's a vote for each. Um... Yeah, Pong did not contribute to the discourse, which is a strong point in its favor. So I think I might have to go for Pong. Which moves it up to number 57. Chelsea, how does it compare to Pokemon Yellow version? Uh, Pokemon. Alright, uh, Crystal. Pong. Yeah, I think... Hmm. I, I voted Pong over Pokemon Blue, and I'm trying to decide if the... Extra features of Pokemon Yellow are enough to sway me. You do get to take care of your very own Pikachu. Hmm. Hmm. I think I'm gonna have to stick with, uh... Stick with Pong. Which moves it up. Number 54. Crystal, how does it compare to Cooking Mama? It's a game where you cook with your mama. Cook some weed brownies. Oh dang. But I'm voting for Pong. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Leaf Green. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The leaf Chelsea. is the weed. It's Cooking Mama. Alright, yeah, I... Listen, I'm very charmed by Cooking Mama. I don't actually like it that much. I'm gonna go for Pong. I did briefly think about bringing uh, brownies as a high... Yeah. As a friendship thing to bring to Seattle. Sure. And I thought, these are just going to be regular brownies. You can get better brownies in Seattle. <laughs> You're not totally wrong. I mean, <laughs> like you can, like Crystal just said, you can get weed brownies in Seattle. Right, right. Like, this is just, like, how can that compare? I'm working very hard to find a source to see if I can figure out, like, where I got that, like... I very distinctly remember reading or, or listening to something that talked about, like, oh, yeah, the the founder of Atari just drove around picking up homeless people, bringing them back to the factory. And that's such a weird thing to say if it's not accurate, and I'm having a really hard time finding a source on it. That sounds like the kind of thing they say about, like, they have, like, Disney has, like, uh, Walt Disney's head frozen somewhere. Yeah, you're not wrong. Deep in their like animation studios or Listen, something. Listen, if I find it later, I will give it to you to include in the show notes. Otherwise, I guess just ignore that dumb rumor I have. Okay. Luke looked into this more later. Here is what he found. They got a big order for Pong machines and they don't have any employees. So they just drove down to the unemployment office and hired everyone there which was mostly hippies and homeless people. Also, they had a policy that they didn't care if you were drunk or high on the clock as long as you got your work done. Alright. Anyway. Uh, what are we even... I've been so focused on that that I've... Right, right. Okay, so Pong won. And... Because I'm, I'm voting Pong, right? Okay, yes, I'm back in the headspace. 
Uh, Chelsea, how does Pong compare to Astyanax? An NES side-scrolling fantastical adventure about a teen boy who looks more ripped than, like, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. I guess Astyanax. <laughs> Crystal? Wait, this is just supposed to be his regular body? Yes. He wasn't TF'd? There's no, there's no implied TF in the cutscenes we saw. He has that Power Ranger body type. He's wearing <laughs> that dumb team. Power Rangers mask. I don't know what's okay. But he's scarier <laughs> without it on. I don't know what's happening. That's from the the Weird Al song "Ode to a Hero," recounting the oh, plot of the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man right. film. That was not the tune in the slightest. Well, I'm not a good <laughs> I was singer. Say, look, I thought you loved Weird Al. I do. Anyway. How could you do how um uh, my vote is for Pong. Okay. Alright. Uh so that's one for each. Yeah, I'm I'm going Pong. Which means that Pong is placed at number fifty two, directly above Astyanax, directly below Poyo Poyo Tetris. I think that's fair. Okay. <laughs> Alright, with that. We move on this, to game number two. What's up? This is a great name for what this game is. Yeah. Local How land. did I get this low? Because uh, people uh, are bad and okay. uh, vote incorrectly. People keep pushing it down with things above mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Local land from the, like, it looks like a digital game, but the sort of title screen on Moby Games is a train, so I guess it's a trains game. It's like Locomotor Land. Uh, and let's see the description. This from yeah. the, like the like the cover art for the Moby Games page looks like a Steam thumbnail. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, here's the Steam store description game. from Moby Games: colorful, crazy world of a fantastic planet, bizarre plants, strange landscapes. Under these unusual conditions, there arose steam robots civilization. Wow, I thought this okay, was so just going to be a... Okay, so is this a Thomas the Tank, Thomas the Tank situation? <laughs> Are the trains alive? I thought this was just going to be a train simulator. But there's no peace there. Robots are at a war. Day and night rain a rain and meteor shower, volcano and snow. Nothing can stop armored trains which rush towards each other in order to have a cruel fight. You need to develop your economy using given resources and to repulse attacks of various hostile creatures and elemental forces. The Sentient train fight. <laughs> the task is complicated by the fact that the locomotives can move only by railroad. But your main objective is not just enemy defeating. After your long and difficult journey, you will get to... What? This will be a... Cl this will be clear at the end of your mission. Holy shit! Is this a tr is this an RTS where your units are trains? It apparently yes. I thought this was Wait. like a city building game, but it's an RTS. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I, I can't really tell. This land is local. I'm not even figuring out what genre of game Locomotive. it is from the screenshots. <laughs> it's a new genre. Oh man, yeah. It's like it's got an isometric view. You're like laying down railroads. It does look city builder y, but wow. Wow. <laughs> Let's see, here's the bullet points. Easy to play, both for children and grown-ups, without sacrificing keen gameplay. 
Impressive landscapes, changing weather conditions, and shadow effects give us the overview about the fabulous world. Strike. Ahem. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Y'all, it is only five dollars on mm. Steam. Mm. Just gonna open up my store's Steam store page while we're having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this game is incredible. Uh, let's get to placing it. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you found some video footage of it, Crystal? Great. I love these graphics. Yeah, I'm going to skip into the video a little bit here. I'm watching like the preview little videos on Steam. Yeah. The graphics are interesting. Yeah, they're cute. It's, it it, it yeah, looks it, very yeah, like... It's, um, it's a little lower fi than I was... I had in my head. Yeah, it. But it's it's not it, bad. It looks kind of roller coaster tycoony, but yeah. yeah, I'm seeing like buildings explode. I, I do think it's some kind of. I see trains on fire. I do think it's some kind of real time strategy. I think you're laying down railroads to get your trains to the battle to defend your civilization. Yeah, it, one of the popular user defined tags for this product is RTS. This game is dumb as hell in exactly all the ways I like. <laughs> oh man all right all right let's place it let's uh let's see here crystal how does it compare to game number 207 let's see which game is that it is the damn busters an old pc game where you fly around in the pitch dark using only your instruments to navigate your way to crucial targets you need to bomb in world war ii you know it's gotta be loco land yeah uh, Chelsea? It's probably Local Land, but what was up against? Damn Busters. Yeah, Local Land. Alright. Uh, that moves Local Land up to 103. Uh, Chelsea, how's it compared to The Clue Finder's fourth grade adventures, Puzzle of the Pyramid? The educational game where some children have to fight Egyptian gods in the name of, I guess, learning math. I have a feeling I'm going to be beat out, but I love Clue Finders. Sure. Crystal? Local Land. Yeah, Loco Land. This is my new favorite video game. That <laughs> <laughs> moves at number 52. Crystal has to compare against Pong. Loco Land. Uh, Chelsea? Loco Land. Loco Land. 100% sorry, Pong. That moves it up to number 26. Crystal, how does it compare to Pokemon Fire Red, the remake of Pokemon Red version? Loco Land. Chelsea? Pokemon. I'm going Loco Land. The cream rises to the top, and top backwards is pot. <laughs> I appreciate how hard you're working to make this the weed episode, Crystal. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Animal Crossing New Leaf? Animal the Crossing idyllic town, New Leaf. Yeah, the idyllic town simulator where you just move out to the woods with a bunch of animal friends my, Crystal, my feelings you... on local land right now are it's pro it, ha it has to be too good to be true oh man like, i want to hold on to that dream though chelsea <laughs> okay uh crystal i don't want stinky animal friends i want train friends yeah fuck you just made a really strong case i do want train friends i was a huge thomas the tank kid <laughs> <laughs> I think I gotta go with Locoland. <laughs> Which moves it up to number six. 
Crystal, how does it compare to Resident Evil 4, the survival horror game that revolutionized third-person shooting gameplay? Let me guess. Another left trigger, right trigger. No, it was like a right trigger A button, I think. Well, it might be a pretty good third-person shooter, but it's not a completely new genre like Locoland. <laughs> Chelsea? Uh, Resident Evil 4. Okay. Fucking toaster. I have to actually think now. Because do I you? Really love... I do, because I really love Resident Evil 4. Luke, when we get to the top ten of the list, you don't have to lose your momentum. <laughs> your trains are bad at losing momentum. No, it's not that we're at the top. It's that it's finally up against a game that I have strong feelings about. Okay. If this if it was up against Terranigma, I wouldn't give a shit. Okay. But... Uh, Resident Evil 4 is just very fun, and there's all those cool... You can suplex, like, monks, and then their heads explode and turn into, like, slugs. How much does it cost mm. on Steam? What's that? How much does it cost on Steam? Let's find out. It's probably, like, 15, 20 bucks. It's $20. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, as opposed to $5 for a newer game. Oh, wow, that's... Yeah. Local Land is much older than I thought it was. Now, when did Local Land come out? Uh, November 22nd, 2003. What? Uh, wait, what? I'm seeing 2015. Yeah, Moby Games says 2015. Where are you getting 2003? Maybe that was... I don't... Mm. Oh, no, you're right. On Steam, it says release date 2003. Yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe that's when it moved to Steam. Or no, wait, maybe it was on... Like, maybe you could just download it in 2003 and it got moved to Steam? I don't know. So this has been actively developed for for some 15 years. Hmm. Hmm. I am buying Loco Land right now. <laughs> Purchase for myself. Uh-huh. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree to the terms of Steam's subscriber agreement. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you have 100 megabytes demo. of RAM? <laughs> I do, in fact, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, it's, it's thinking about it. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and install Locoland, and, um... Oh, boy. I really love Resident Evil 4. But Locoland is so stupid, I think I have to vote for Locoland! It's called Locoland! That's such a good name for what it, it is, even! It, it, I, that's exactly what I said when we started talking about it. Alright, I'm voting Loco Land and not looking back. It moves up to number three. Crystal has it compared to the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. An emotional journey through the land of Termina as Link, like, deals with all of the strange, unresolved feelings he had from the Ocarina of Time. Train friends. Chelsea. Uh, super fighting trains. Fuck, alright, it moves up. Wait. Wait, what, what was it up against? No, uh, Chelsea, too mask. late, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was up against I was, Zelda. I forgot it was... I forgot I was, I was tweeting. Uh, Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. It's the weed episode, so I'm a little high on oh, sleep are de- you? deprivation. On sleep deprivation. Oh, oh, sure. <laughs> you know what can help hmm. you sleep? The devil's nuts. Oh. <laughs> Alright. That's Majora's Mask versus Loco Land. I think It's my favorite game, uh, Luke. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite games. 
It's my number one uh, game. It's it, it. It would be. It would depend on what day you asked me. It 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 might be my number one game. Uh, and you're willing to put Local Land above it, huh? Uh-huh. Now, now, why is that, Crystal? Uh, it doesn't have. There's no trains in Majora's Mask. There are trains in Spirit Tracks. That would be a tougher decision. <laughs> um. Mm. I think I'm gonna go Loco Land. <laughs> Which means it's gonna move up to number one. <laughs> Crystal has it compared to Undertale. Loco Land. Chelsea. Undertale. I. I like having a girlfriend, so I'm going to vote Undertale. <laughs> Which means Local Land has one last game to go up against. Uh, Chelsea, how's it fair against Tetris for the Game Boy? It's Tetris for the Game Boy. For a few shining, wonderful episodes, we had a top four or five <laughs> right. that was reasonable. That made that a little bit Scientifically sense. proven by popular uh-huh. consensus. Yep, mm-hmm. I think if I think if anyone knew about Local Land, they'd be right on board with our decisions here today. Tetris. All right, Crystal. Uh, I mean Tetris is good, but does it deserve to be in the top two? <laughs> is that a vote for Local Land? Uh huh. Um, I'm mad because I'm gonna be too tired to bring up how you, you voted. Oh, how passionate we the... were about Tetris on the Tetris episode. Yeah, I'm gonna be too. I'm gonna be too tired to actually cut that into the episode. Right, right. When I, I'm editing. I think. Okay, here's here's my case. If this was like Tetris DS, if this was a better version of Tetris, it'd be no contest. I love Tetris in theory, and I that's why I kept voting for it. And really, it it got away from me. I didn't vote that much to get it this high. Uh, but the specific Game Boy version of Tetris is not my favorite, even though it's uh, like the world's favorite. And that's the flimsy justification I'm using to put Loco Land at number two of all time. <sighs> Congratulations, Loco Land. Wonderful, excellent, fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad we got something stupid in here right before the panel next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like, what the? Because here's the thing. I don't, the, the odds of us getting to the top ten during the panel are low, so no one's gonna know what the fuck this is. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Wowzers. What a cool game. I'm launching hey, Luke, it. I have a question real quick yeah, about the up? panel. What's that? Are, are you going to bring back your your wonderful running goof of, do we have any blank heads in here? I mean, you know, we'll see how it goes. Okay. I was, you know, I wanted to know if there were any lost heads in the audience. Uh, <laughs> Alright. <laughs> What's up, Crystal? You got any Zelda fans in here? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, fuck. No, Local Land is running full screen, which makes it hard to place while playing it. Sorry, Local Land, I'll play you later. Alright, let's move on to our third game of the night. Critical Mass, known in North America as Power. That's a, that's a very strong uh, name for a game. Yeah, yeah. Mankind is spread throughout the solar system into vast colonies, which are under alien threat. The bad guys have antimatter machines capable of destroying the planet's power source. 
You must destroy these before they can reach critical mass. Oh, I get it. I like the title. Your journey involves traveling primarily to the east in a hovercraft. It's, it is rotated with left and right movements and accelerated with forward motion. Laser and shield strength are limited and monitored on screen. Use them wisely, as hostile aliens and mines line the route. Get shot down and you re-emerge with a jetpack, now directed to the bay which can give you a new craft. The force field gates near the power planets are guarded by turrets, which must be shot down. The mission then boils down the inside of the plant, which then must be destroyed before its tractor beam has sucked you into the core. So this game is for, like, the Amstrad CPC and the ZX Spectrum. It's not, uh, the most gorgeous thing ever. It's kind of just a brown screen yeah. where you move right. It's, it's kind of cute, but not that impressive. I like In motion, it actually has a pretty good sense of speed. Does it? Let me let me check out this video you linked. I do like that when your ship explodes, your little guy comes out in a jetpack and you have to fly back to get a new ship. That's pretty good. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're you're cruising along in a decent clip. All right, so it looks like you basically have to race to the spot before the time ticks down while dodging landmines and enemies and shit. This this looks okay. Like the, the I would play this for a little bit. And then I like that they characterize your movement land. as to the east. <laughs> right. You're, it's kind of just a scrolling... It's, well, it's not a scrolling shooter. You have control. But yeah, you're just going left to right like in every video game. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's place it. I don't think it's going to get as high as Local Land did, but it might do okay. Uh, let's see here. Crystal, how does it compare to game number 207... Uh, which is now... Oh yeah, we should real quick just say, you know, uh, a sweet goodbye to Pokemon Crystal version, which is no longer in the top ten. So that's something. Anyway, number 207, Crystal, is... Uh, the Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3, The Dark Tower. A text adventure game that completes the Legacy of the Necromancer trilogy. I'm going to vote for the legacy of the necromancer over the colonialist propaganda. Okay, sure. Chelsea? Um, power. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Text adventures are... the I have the hardest time with those on here because, like, you can't get any sense of them from just looking at screenshots. It's hard to know if they're any good. But Text um, adventures are the original visual novel. I mean, kind of, yeah. But, uh... I think these are illustrated yeah. novels. That's What's fair. That? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm gonna go for Legacy of the Necromancer, because, I don't know, it seems very confident in itself. It shows, like, the author of the story in real big letters at the start. Like, I don't know. I, I like the cut of its jib. Okay. Uh, which means that uh, the game we're talking about, Power, moves down to number 311. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Forza Motorsport 5, the Xbox One launch game that, I mean, it's got the basics of what you'd want out of a Forza game, but not much more than that. Critical mass. Crystal. I'm gonna vote Forza Motorsport 5 over the colonialist propaganda. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna vote for the colonialist propaganda, I guess, because I played Forza 5 and it was not good. Uh, which moves Critical Mass up to number 259. 
Crystal, how does it compare to Trolls, the game where a young boy is kidnapped and whisked away to a dark fantasy land because he committed the sin of having too much imagination? I'm going to vote for Trolls over the colonialist propaganda. Okay. Chelsea? Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Um, y- y- here's the thing. I don't know if the guys you're fighting are people you've tried to colonize, Crystal, or if they're just an enemy empire that's also encroaching on the land, you know? I mean... But... Yeah? D- does it matter? I mean, a little bit. If it's two empires fighting over an empty planet versus people fighting against colonizers. Yeah, yeah. but that's a situation they set up mm-hmm, in order right. to make justified colonization. I, I see what you're saying. Sure, I guess the that's thing, fair. The thing is, for me, is that I don't really love Minesweeper, and Troll seems like a worse version of Minesweeper. Yeah... It's a version of Minesweeper where it's not just a puzzle, it's a, like, enemies are forcing you to move quickly on the puzzle. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Billy critical will bite mass. the dust. You know, I don't think... Listen, I hear what you're saying, Crystal, and I agree with the criticism. I also don't know if, you know, critical mass is not necessarily the, uh, the linchpin <laughs> in colonialist uh, cultural ideas. Billy bit the uh, dust. <laughs> Billy does bite the dust as Critical Mass moves up to number 233. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Winter Games 1985, a collection of mini games loosely based on the Winter Olympic Games? Hmm, do I vote for nationalism or colonialism? Yeah, that's it's a battle that's of the isms. One there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fair, smoke a joint and get back benign. to me. Okay. I was going to say, the Olympics are at least a pretty benign form of nationalism, uh, uh, Chelsea. I mean, as far... Listen, in the grand scheme of things, rooting for your guys to do the skis the best is relatively harmless. The Olympic Committee and, like, the af- uh, like after all the people yeah. li- leave the stadium and the building no, of the No, you know what? Stadium. That is... That is a fair point. You're not wrong there. Uh, Chelsea? Ski douche. <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, Crystal. Well, Luke, my bud. Yeah, I'm voting for <laughs> Winter Games. <laughs> You're voting Winter Games. <laughs> <Chelsea>. finger guns. <laughs> All right, <Bud>. I... <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> we get it. You smoke weed. <laughs> Everyone knows Chelsea is a big time weed smoker. Anyway, uh, Critical Mass moves down to number 246. If hey, you count smoking as popping the heads off of dandelions when I was a kid, I, I don't. smoked a lot of weeds. <laughs> I don't even a little bit. Those aren't even slightly analogous. Well, smoke could maybe be considered, like, kill. And I, I guess. I killed a bunch of dandelions when I, I was a su- kid. I guess. Listen. Uh-huh. Next game. Chelsea, how does 
Critical Mass compared to Snowboard Kids, an N64 game. Snowboard Kids! All about racing downhill as a bunch of kids. Crystal. Uh, Snowboard Kids. Alright, yeah, Snowboard Kids wins, and Critical Mass moves down to number 252. I still love that you, like, what I said before about how in Snowboard Kids, like, you have to fight to get to the, be first in line to get to the next, like, to get back up the hill for another lap. <laughs> There's snowboard kids. Yeah. Uh, Crystal, how does Critical Mass compare to Swords and Soldiers 2? A side-scrolling RTS for the Wii U that maybe doesn't have the most racially sensitive depictions of its classes and factions. Um, I'll vote for power. Alright, uh, Chelsea. Um... Uh... I believe I have the power. Okay. Uh, power wins and moves up. It's number 249. Crystal, how does it compare to World of Chaos? A Polish, I think? RPG? No, it was some... Is it Polish? It's Eastern European. Let me look it up. Oh, it's Hungarian. Hungarian, yeah. It's not Polish. That's not even really Eastern Europe. It's... E uh, whatever. Hey, listen, it's a Hungarian RPG where you play as a half-orc lady. I'm all over for worldly chaos. All right, Chelsea. Um. Uh, power. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna vote world of chaos. Well, let me tell you, I watched the movie Bright the other day. Oh really? Well, watched this. Wait, hold on, real quick. Yeah, why? Well, I kind of just had it on in the background while doing other stuff. All right, same question. Uh, that you know what? That movie's not that bad. Okay. Mm. I, I, I'd be willing matter. to give it a real watch. Crystal, do fairy lives matter? No, I mean that seems very what bad. The fuck sure. Is doing. I'm not gonna defend uh -huh. that shit. Fairy lives don't matter today. Uh huh. Uh huh. But there's you know lots of other parts of that movie. Uh, sure. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, like the part where the the Mexican cop like. Says, hey, don't worry, man. Like, listen, I understand they're still racist to orcs, but they're racist to Mexicans because of the Alamo, also. That happens also in that movie. Wait, what? Yeah, that's a line. He's I think like, I missed that line. The orc cop is talking to a Hispanic cop and says, like, oh, no, no. Like, I don't know his line, but he's talking about, like, why humans are racist to orcs. And the Hispanic cop goes, don't, don't ask me, man. White people are still mad about the Alamo. So does that mean the Texas Revolution occurred in the Bright Universe? I don't know. <laughs> These are the kind of questions that we cannot ask ourselves. Anyway. Uh, World of Chaos wins. <laughs> and power moves down to number 250. Uh... Crystal, how's it compared to Blue Baron, a side-scrolling airplane game where you fly around and complete missions on a limited fuel supply? Power. Alright, uh, Chelsea. Um, Blue Baron. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go for Power. Which means that Power is placed at number 250, directly above Blue Baron, directly below, uh, World of Chaos... And that's where it goes. Mm -hmm. I got no follow-up. That's just where it belongs on this list.
here on Let's Place. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Heck I feel like yeah. we should be, like, ending with this. <laughs> Alright, okay. Our next video game that we have to talk about this time is Room Mania number 203. I've, I peeked at this uh, while we were... Well, we were uh -huh. waiting earlier. The, uh, it looks fantastic. The box art is a work of art. <laughs> Alright. Chainsmoking Neji Taihei is an average Japanese guy. Lives by himself in his apartment and is kind of a loser. Naturally, just letting the guy continue to be a loser isn't particularly interesting. So a spirit that happens to also live in his apartment starts to toy with his daily life. You can affect Neji in two different ways. If he's not around, you can interact with things in his apartment, like moving his table or locking his door. If he is around, you can throw little <laughs> you can throw little ping pong balls at objects. Oh, I thought I was gonna say at him <laughs> yeah. to focus his attention on them. If you throw too many so, too fast, though, he'll get depressed and ignore you. So basically, you play as a poltergeist. Yeah. Uh -huh. The game follows a calendar with different missions to do on different days. Each mission in the game starts with a short video showing that you need what you need to get Neji to do, which can be something simple like making him use his computer or drink a glass of water, or something more complicated like getting him to order something from a TV ad. Depending on your success in each mission, the outcome will change and you will determine if Neji remains a loser for the rest of his life. It's like a mix between a like I said, a poltergeist simulator and the Sims. Yeah. Oh, does this game have FMV? I can't tell if this is, like, some weird part in this video that Crystal linked or if it's part of the video game. Uh. Oh, no, that- Oh, he's watching- Oh, man, he is watching an actual video of people playing, like, professional Mahjong. And then the camera zooms out from this live-action video to his weird, shiny, 3D, reboot-ass skin. <laughs> so you're just playing as a helpful spirit trying to help this depressed man get his life together this is a great power fantasy so what i'm wondering is are there 202 of these games already i don't think so i think he just i think that's probably his apartment number yeah that was my second thought yeah here's my dilemma okay what's that i think this game looks real good i think this is the classic dreamcast shit Oh, yeah. I think, but we have to place it at 203. <laughs> well, you know, we can see about that, you know. Sometimes things break out of the numbers. Just look at 10-2. Just look at Mother 3. Yeah, yeah, uh huh? Yeah, Mother 3 is now down to number 5, because this world has gone crazy. <laughs> Alright, let's, let's, let's get to work here. Uh, let's see, Room Mania number 203 is starting at number 210. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Cook, Serve, Delicious? The, you know, mobile and PC game where you gotta type and tap your way through completing restaurant orders. Um, I'm gonna go with Romania. Okay, uh, Crystal. Do you do any baking in Cook, Serve, Delicious? Uh, you probably do. I don't know for sure, I can't say with certainty. So you'd say some of the food gets baked. Possibly. Again, Smoke I don't weed actually every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, my vote is for Romania. 
I'm seeing a pizza, so yes, yeah, some food does get baked. Anyway. Uh, Romania moves up to number 106. Uh, let's see here. Crystal, how does it compare to... Uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, the character action game where you're a cheerleader with a chainsaw murdering her way through a bunch of zombies to get her boyfriend's sexy body back. Romania is the kind of shit Lollipop Chainsaw wishes it could be. <laughs> Chelsea? Um, Romania. Alright, Romania moves up. Oh, he's smoking something. You sound like reluctant to vote Romania there, Chelsea. I'm just not sure about it. Like, it, it seems like an interesting concept, yeah. but so, something about it gives me a vibe is that it gets boring in a lot of places. It, it looks to me like Seaman, except it's a real man. According to the GameSpot review, the the sound is very good. They got, oh, like, great. good directional sound, where depending on the camera angle... Like, the the sound of the radio and the TV will uh, be appropriately adjusted. It used to be so much easier to get good reviews for your games. <laughs> Alright, Chelsea, how does Romania compare to Astonax? Romania. Crystal? Romania. Alright, Romania keeps on climbing. Yeah, we had a lot of bad games last time, a lot of great games this time. Crystal, how's it compared to Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, the visual novel logic game where you, an up-and-coming defense attorney, have to protect innocent people against a corrupt justice system? Romania, 203. Chelsea. What did I hear about correct justicism? Uh, it's, it's against Phoenix Wright. Phoenix. Yeah, I... I gotta go for Phoenix Wright. That game rules. And, listen, we were just lamenting... <laughs> Oh, there's no good visual novels on this list, but there's Phoenix Wright right there. Uh, so Romania moves down to number 41. Chelsea, how's it compared to Pokemon Gold version? It's Pokemon, but this time it's gold. You know, I'm starting to slightly regret the decision to have three different episodes where we placed five Pokemon games. Why is that? It just seems like we talk about Pokemon a lot on this show now. Yeah. Is that an issue? I mean, you know, I think this show is at its best when we talk, you know, we have a lot of variety in our discussions and bring up obscure games people haven't heard of. Like, you know, Locoland, like Roomania. And it just seems like Pokemon monopolizes a lot of the discussion. It Poke-monopolizes a lot of the discussion. What's the most cannaboid Pokemon? Oh, gosh. The Oddish is the one that immediately jumped to mind for me. Its head definitely looks a little bit like a, a weed leaf. Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, just take a look for yourself. You be the judge. So, yeah. Luke, does this mean we can stop having Pokemon episodes? I think maybe we should stop having Pokemon oh, Okay, hold on. The next one's at uh, 493? Yeah, it's going to be like episode 98, I think. How about just one? Mm-hmm. Or two, and not trying to find five. I mean, it's yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's 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 five games in Gen Four. Well, right. It'd be Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. Uh huh. <laughs> that would be what the five would be. Anyway, for now, we can have this discussion later. Uh, Chelsea, Pokemon Gold or Room Mania? Uh, Pokemon. All right, Crystal, Room Mania. Hmm. 
I'm gonna go with Pokemon Gold. It's 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 my favoriteest one, probably. Bazinga! <laughs> All right, Ruminia moves down to number forty-seven. Yeah, this show's ending. Crystal... Uh, oh yeah, it's, uh, it's it's like starting its last season soon. If you keep referencing it, I can't cut it out. <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> All right. Crystal, how does Romania compare to Fire Emblem Heroes, the Fire Emblem gotcha game where you can collect all your favorite Fire Emblem wives? Oh, it's got to be Romania. Chelsea. Fire Emblem. Yeah, I don't like gotcha games. I gotta go Romania. I can't want to say, like, Romania, like the country. Yeah, me too. Uh, Romania moves up to number 44. Chelsea, how's it compared to MordorMud.net? The multi-user dungeon based on Lord of the Rings, where people kind of just hang out and have real relationships now. Mordor's too high. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, it's a high. I, I, I like these, these little it's communities the shuffled off yeah. into a corner of the internet. There's so many races yeah, you actually... can play as. I, I would vote Mortar Mud Net lower if it were not for the communal aspect of it. You want me to read off the race list for Mortar Mud? Uh, sure. Mulip, Store, Fallowhide, Goblin, wow. Harfoot, Bjorning, Black Numenorian, Corsair, Dunedan, Dunlending, Easterling, Gondorian, Lossith, Rorim, Southron. Var- Varlag, <laughs> Was, Avari, Dwarf, Half-Elf, Naldor, Orc, Sylvan, Teleri, Urukai, Vanyar, Ent, Giant, Olagai, and Troll. Great. I knew even less about Lord of the Rings than I thought I did. What a good day. I want to play I as love a that mulip. while... <laughs> You were listing that off, Crystal. I got notifications that Luke was liking my Twitter, my tweets. So he was mm. just checking Twitter while you were doing that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Very disrespectful. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> oh my god. Crystal, you you voted Mordor. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Chelsea, I'm glad vote- this episode is just as mess without, with just, with just three people. You know, this episode proves that we don't need weed to have fun. We can we can be straight edge. Smoke you can weed just not every sleep day. and just be as high, be just as high. Anyway, I'm voting Romania, which moves it up to number forty-two. Uh, Crystal, how's it compared to No Man's Sky, the procedurally generated space adventure where you just gotta keep pouring more? chemicals into your spaceship to fly around. No Man's Sky is the kind of game that this gentleman would be playing. That is true. But it's not as good as Romania. Okay. (laughs) Chelsea? Um... What? (laughs) It's No Man's Sky versus Romania. No Man's Sky. (laughs) Alright. I'm gonna vote Romania. Uh, which moves it up to number nothing. It's at 42. It's placed directly above No Man's Sky, directly below Pokemon Gold. Congratulations, Romania, on making the top 50. It's at 42, huh? It is at 42. It's almost like 420. Oh, that's like a tenth of 420. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, you know what uh-huh. that's over, though? What? 
It's over 9,000! All right. I mean, we got to have some standards here. Worldwide <laughs> Smoke soccer weed manager. every day. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> All right. Our next game is Worldwide Soccer Manager 2008. This is one of those football manager games that people are totally nuts about. Football. Worldwide Soccer Manager 2008 is the fourth, fourth installment. installment. In... Sorry, yeah, I just the... wanted to help you emphasize that. Okay. It's the fourth. Is there a gas leak in here? Like, I know it's episode 420, but I'm worried about everyone's mental health. Smoke weed I'm just every day. Tired. I'm just tired. <laughs> I don't uh, think this is the one that people like, is it? I mean, it's got the box art of, like, the guy who you can't see the top half of his head, and it's made by Sega. It'd be weird if Sega I made mean, two separate soccer management games. Okay. I mean, I mean, this isn't... What? Anyway. Uh, this isn't it's the Sega. Fourth installment in, what's that? Yeah, Sega. Published by Sega Europe. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the fourth installment in the soccer management series. It builds on the original concept of adding... He's wearing a tie, new- though. He's not a soccer man. He's like a manager. Okay, he's like a, a manager, worldwide fine, soccer whatever. manager. Tweaks and enhancements in the installment include a mini radar pitch appearing during tactical changes, a new advisor system, an improved notebook system, a revamped captain selection, and widescreen support. There's also a TV view, and players can hold press conferences before and after matches. Other additions include international management, the board and fan confidence system, the award system, and the finance system, and a new calendar. So this is a soccer manager manager. You're managing uh, the manager. No, you're you're playing as the manager managing your football team. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't think this is like the installment in this franchise that made everyone go nuts. That was like t- more like 2013, I think, when that really started picking up. I'm sure this did well, but, uh, yeah, people really like these games. They're, like, some of the most popular games on Steam, and they're basically spreadsheets. But people like sports statistics, so, you know. know. Your manager can have a personal profile. Yeah. Crystal, do you have any thoughts on football manager games? I'm not interested in them. Alright, me neither. Let's place it. Uh, alright. Chelsea, how does it compare to game number 207? Every game is... Well, most every game has been good this time, so... We keep talking 207. Uh, we're talking about D-Force this time. Uh, I mean, power the, wasn't that great. Uh, yeah, right. This is the vertical scrolling shooter where you're an attack helicopter in the first... Uh, in, you know, Desert Storm. But soon you find yourself shooting your way through dinosaur times and the Greek pantheon. Divorce. <laughs> Crystal? Oh, you know what I was confusing this with is Out of the Park Baseball. Oh, the sure. one that's like one of the highest rated games of all time on Metacritic. That has yeah. a low user score because how can a dumb sports sim beat my RPGs and action adventures? Right, exactly. So I'm going to vote for the soccer manager. I'm Soccer's also going to vote. for dorks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to vote the soccer manager, because I don't want a bunch of football hooligans storming my house and killing me for not rating this game highly. Wow. What? That's a... That's what, Crystal? 
it's a hateful Luke stereotype has many of very football. Very specific <laughs> fears. I'm not saying all footmen are football hooligans, but football hooligans are certainly a thing, Crystal. Luke, you think you they're going to come to your place <laughs> and kill what you? What happened with like being turned into a rocking horse? Wait, what? You, you said on another on a different episode. You were we were talking about a game that had a curse in it, and you were talking about how I'll bring up I'll find the episode. Never mind. Okay, yeah, because I think you you might be describing a dream you had one time. Oh, I, don't, I already don't trust Nice, and it very much feels like he just like offed one of the. Also Knights, ran Knights does look crew. like a capricious trickster god who might, you know, <laughs> sell you some beans and then you eat them and you'd, like, turn into, like, a rocking horse or something. Like, it wouldn't... It'd be a fable that makes no fucking sense, you know? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> happened? <laughs> anyway... Football soccer manager 2008 moves up to number 103. <laughs> Crystal, how's it compared to the Eye of the Dragon? The dragon simulator where you gotta fly around and fight other dragons to protect your domain. You didn't like this game, as I recall. Um, I launched it, and the controls were very complicated, and I didn't feel like learning them. Well, I gotta vote for the football manager. Alright, Chelsea? Saki Mange. Alright. Soccer manager moves up to number 51. Chelsea, how's it compare to uh, Go Go Birdie Chance? Another sports game. This one for, what was it, the Sega Saturn, I want to say? Uh, no, TurboGrafx CD. Uh, it's a go, game... Go <laughs> Go Birdie Chance. Yeah, it's a, it's a golf game about a bunch of anime girls having anime golf drama. Crystal. Go Go Birdie Chance. Go, go, Birdie Chance wins, and Soccer Manager moves down to number 77. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Titanfall, the futuristic shooter where you gotta do a bunch of cool parkour stunts in order to impress a giant mech enough to drop from the sky and help you shoot people? Titanfall is the greatest multiplayer shooter of all time. I might be inclined to agree with you. Man, but how much better would it be if how I described it was true, where just the titans are watching you from the sky, and you have to do enough sick tricks, so they're like, oh, hell yeah, bro, and they drop down to high-five you. That would be a very good idea for Titanfall 3, is to summon it by being doing stylish action. Hi- hire me, Splash Damage. I've got one good idea for your game. And can kind of code a little bit. No, splash damage. Spl- You're thinking of Dirty Bomb. Wait, who's splash damage then? They made Dirty Bomb. Oh. And Wait, Wolfenstein makes... enemy territory. Wait, then who makes uh, Titanfall? That'd be Respawn. Respawn. I knew it was some kind of first-person shooter term. I got it mixed up. I'm sorry. You know what? Hire me anyway, splash damage, for, th- for thinking so highly of you that you'd make Titanfall. I like Wolfie T. I haven't played it. Anyway, Chelsea? Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's Titanfall versus Soccer Manager, hon. <laughs> Titanfall. Alright, yeah, Titanfall takes it. And Soccer Manager moves down to number 90. Chelsea, how does it compare to Device 6? The mobile interactive fiction game where 
the words of your ebook transform into a space to explore and solve puzzles in. Device six. Crystal. Device uh, the sixth one. Yeah. All right. Uh, soccer manager moves down again to number 96. Crystal, how's it compared to Sword, the 2D MMO with visuals inspired by anime and manga? Sword, looking at Sword makes me happy. Okay, okay. That's that's a valid reaction. Chelsea. Um <sighs> El Sword. Okay. El Sword takes it, Chelsea, you sound so done. <laughs> no, I just not a fan of either of my choices. Fair enough. Uh how is football manager, soccer manager, whatever, compared to Commando Steel Disaster, a Nintendo DS game inspired by Metal Slug? Soccer. Crystal. Soccer. Alright. It moves up to number 97. Crystal has a fair against Blinks the Time Sweeper, a game that is inexplicably still in the top 100 somehow. <laughs> Blinks the Time Sweeper. <laughs> Chelsea? Blinks and you'll miss it. I guess that explains it. Never mind. Soccer manager moves down to number 98 for one last comparison. Chelsea, how's it compared to Find the Invisible Cow, a browser game? Find the Invisible Cow. A browser game where you have to use audio cues to find an invisible cow. Crystal, how about you? Uh... After you win a few rounds, you can find an invisible goat instead if you want. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like you're right on it. <laughs> Great, I'm proud of you. You did it. <sighs> oh, I like this waveform. Yeah, do you? I love looking at that waveform. Great. I can't wait to look at it too. Mm-hmm. Alright, so like I alluded to at the start of this episode, we gotta do a little bit of uh we gotta make a judgment call here because the listener suggestion game I pulled is Tom and Jerry World. Which is an uh, allegedly an MMORPG based on Tom and Jerry. I did some digging. I cannot find any video or uh, screenshots of this game. Why is this the link? Uh, because that's the only link I could find. It's got no Moby Games page. It's got a page in the Giant Bomb Wiki that just says it's coming out in the future of 2010. If I use the Wayback Machine, I can find what I think is this game. Uh, it says Tom and Jerry World, and there's a button that says, like, play now, it's free, but it goes to a login page that cannot, like, ping a server anymore, so you can't actually create a new username, and, uh, any details about this game, other than it's what appears to be a browser-based MMO based on Tom and Jerry, have been completely lost, but I do think it was a real game at some point. I don't think so, this was ever an official game. On the Wayback Machine, there are Cartoon Network logos and a Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, you can just put those there, especially if you're making I, a fun, goofy website that two people are going to see. I will say that when you're creating the login page, 
all of the uh, countries you can choose as your country of origin are like oceanic or um, Asian. Like you can be like Australia, Bangladesh, Cambodia, Hong Kong, India, Indonesia, Japan. Like there's no United States on here. So yeah, I don't know if this was ever official, but that's not the question. I mean, we've ranked bootleg games before. Those are valid. Um, I guess it's just a question of whether or not this counts enough as a game. And I mean, I would... I, my my uh, inkling is to cite Gods and Heroes Rome Rising as precedent for a game that we really know nothing about but have placed anyway. But you tell me. Um, what's, what's the opinion of this court? Hmm. I'm doing a little more digging on this. I feel like it's a little too hard to, like... Like, we all we have is a title. Right. I mean, that is how we placed... Well, We don't even have an idea of what it was like. Yeah, I was gonna say, we've placed Caged, but... The developer we, is like, Turnout Ventures, who do have a website. Let me see if there's okay. a reference to this game. Like, we might as well rank the cartoon Tom and Jerry. Okay, yeah. so it, it is yeah. referenced on turnoutventures.com, but who knows if this okay. is a real company. Well, I mean, I think it's a real company. Like, so, I think this game was made. I just don't think, regardless of whether it was like licensed or not, that's a different story. See, see. Where did? So, so this was on the suggestion list. Yeah, someone in our Discord suggested it. I just, I just want to see. Go ask the Discord. Some. Re- uh, I mean, I'm nah. <laughs> I just want to see some reference to to this from some sort of third party source right. that we know is reputable. Let's see. On Turnout Ventures, their products list is Tuzki Snap Pro, Club Tuzki, Ben 10 Ultimate Alien Xenodrome Plus, Ben 10 Omniverse, Ben 10 Alien Xenodrome, uh Ben10.net website, Fusion Fall Oh. And Tom and Jerry World. Yeah, I've, okay, I found reference to them in what appears to be a Hong Kong newspaper. Okay, So I okay. guess this is real. This, Yeah, it's real, but do we... Is there enough information for us to meaningfully place it? Because Chelsea does have a point. Other than it was online, I could not describe a single fact of this game. Well, I mean, we can look at the description on the website. Uh, there is not one. There's just a picture of Tom and Jerry, and it says Tom and Jerry World coming soon. Tom and Jerry World is now online. Are you mouse enough? Welcome to the ultimate game of cat and mouse. Join your favorite characters online in Tom and Jerry World. A wacky 3D virtual world where anything can happen. Players of all ages will enjoy making friends and socializing amid cartoon chaos in this new virtual playground that's made for mischief and mayhem. With a wide variety of games and activities, there's something from everyone in Tom and Jerry World. Create your own unique avatar, play fun mini-games, deck out your dream home, make lots of new friends, and best of all, explore the world of Tom and Jerry. With so much to do, there's no time for a catnap. And behind this is what appears to be a screenshot of the game. It visually looks yeah. a lot like Toontown. Yeah, it does look a lot like Toontown Online, doesn't it? It also kind of looks like the Pokemon 3DS games. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in there, sure. I think we have enough info. Chelsea, what's what's your opinion? Having heard, I guess we, I guess we have enough to go on. All right, let's place it then. 
Let's place. Let's place. I have a Haku article. Oh, what do you got? What's it, does it say anything interesting? Uh, I just clicked on it. Tom and Jerry MMO to revolutionize cat versus mouse PvP. Well, that sounds a little tongue-in-cheek. That sounds like they're not taking this seriously. Uh, Crystal, how does Tom and Jerry world compare to Grand... Why the fuck would they make a Tom and Jerry MMO? It seems like a weird choice! Uh, Chelsea, ha- or Crystal, how does uh, Tom and Jerry world compare to Grand Theft Auto London 1969? Uh, a version of Grand Theft Auto 2 where you drive around in London. Have we mentioned that it seems to have, like, only released in China? Yeah, that's, that's apparently the case, yes. Uh, Tom Jerry. With the U.S. release possible once they've forgotten about the story and it becomes funny again. Anyway, um, Crystal? Uh, Tom Jerry. Grand Theft. Okay. And Chelsea? Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft, so yeah. I continue to dislike all things Grand Theft Auto, so I'll vote Tom and Jerry. Luke? Yeah? Yeah? I'm disappointed. <laughs> Sorry, it's I'm a sorry fucking Tom and Jerry MMO. Don't vote yeah, but this for is, it. This is a fucking Grand Theft Auto game. Grand, listen, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto wasn't that bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's not. You know, and this is an old 2D Grand Theft Auto, so it's not even. I mean, I admit that like Grand Theft Auto has gotten worse and worse. Oh. But like, I don't think yeah. 2D searching for Grand the... Theft Auto was that bad. I, I don't think they were very fun to play. Anyway, what were you saying, Crystal? In searching for this game, I found a thread on MMOChampion.com. Uh-huh. Supposed to by Rudko Bing. Okay. I've recently been thinking about Tom and Jerry. I think Tom should finally <laughs> get to eat Jerry. Look at how fat Jerry is. He is so obnoxious. He needs what? to finally be eaten. So do you think Dom should finally eat Jerry? I feel like this guy has a fetish he doesn't realize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want Jerry to okay. slither down Tom's open saliva slick throat. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because I don't have a thing for war, but, be, but slither does not sound like a pleasant adjective. Sure. Yeah. Listen, I don't either, so I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> anyway, um, Tom and Jerry World moves up, probably for the only time. <laughs> Crystal, how does Tom and Jerry World compare to Arx Fatalis, the Xbox fantasy immersive sim? Arx Fatalis is one of my favorite video games, but Tom and Jerry is better. Chelsea? Arx Fatalis. Yeah, I'm voting Arx Fatalis. Okay. So Tom and Jerry World moves down to number 155. This Crystal is an unarchived been... game. This is one of the great tragedies. <laughs> this is why we need MU Paradise. Exactly. MU Paradise could have saved Tom and Jerry World. Chelsea, how does it compare to Sonic Adventure, the Dreamcast launch game that, like Tom and Jerry, features a bunch of anthropomorphic animals? They're more anthropomorphic than Tom and Jerry, I guess. Uh, Toontown. What? Okay. Um. No. Uh, I was thinking about that. Toontown is really yeah. the better cartoon MMO. Oh, I don't think there's any debate there. I mean, we'll place Toontown someday and find out for sure. But you know, Sonic. Okay, Chelsea, uh, Crystal. 
Tom Jerry. I did find Tom and Jerry at the dentist. A Flash game. I, I do hate that Infernal Hedgehog, but no, I, I'm going to go with Sonic. Uh, which means Tom and Jerry World moves down to number 181. Crystal, how does it compare to uh, Final Fight for the SNES? The game where Mike Hagar and his future son-in-law fight their way through the crime-ridden streets of the back alleys of town to save their daughter and or fiancé. Thomas and Jaren's. I don't remember. Anyway. Not or, respectively. Uh, and respectively. Right, yes. <laughs> not, not and or. No, you're right. <laughs> Chelsea? Um, Final Fight. Yeah, if this was... It, they, again, we've talked about it before. The fact that they didn't cut Mike Hagar from the SNES version means they know. They know what the good stuff in there is. If Mike Hagar wasn't in here, Tom and Jerry might have a chance, but no. Uh, Final Fight wins and Tom and Jerry moves down. It's number 194. Chelsea, how's it compare to Forza Motorsport 3? The Xbox 360 Forza game that is one of the good ones. Forza. Crystal. Tom and Jerry. I'm going Forza. I'm, I'm going Forzen. That's not a thing. <sighs> anyway, uh, Tom and Jerry moves down to number 200. The speed Crystal. Race, the speed racer have a catchphrase? Uh, not that I can think this of, has, no, like, not really. A signature pose. Right, yeah. Uh, Crystal, how does Tom and Jerry World compare to the Japanese version of Pokemon Blue? The re-release that was eventually transformed into Pokemon Red and Blue for the international audience. Tom and Jerry World has archives as recent as August 22nd, so we really just missed it. I actually think I checked this game when someone first suggested it, and this website was still up. Wow. Um... And then when I went to look at it today, it wasn't there. I will give a memorial vote to Tom and Jerry. Okay. Chelsea? Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Pokemon. Like, I'm, I I want excuses to vote for Tom and Jerry like an asshole, like Crystal's doing. Um, but they keep going up against games that I actually like. Okay, I'm an asshole, I guess? I mean, you know. Whoa. <laughs> Okay. Rude. Crystal, I love you. You're a wonderful well, you person. You just call me an asshole. Well, that's not mutually exclusive with the fact that I love you. Okay. Yeah, I Luke's an asshole and I absolutely love him. Well, okay. Hey, that's jeez. <laughs> Listen, it's the 420 episode. We're all a little high. We're all saying some things. Now I'm watching videos of Family Guy online and like the classes are <laughs> the body types of the different characters. Like, there's a uh -huh, Stewie yeah. class and a Peter class. Uh-huh. I'm gonna burn... What are you gonna burn? That weed. <laughs> Smoke weed every day! I'm gonna burn down the houses of the people who made that game. Crystal. Jesus. Crystal, how does uh, Tom and Jerry World compare to Pokemon Green, one of the original Pokemon games? I'm going for Tom and Jerry, and I want to clarify that when Chelsea says she's going to burn down the houses of the developers of the Family Guy MMO, that is a fair use parody joke. <laughs> she, that is hyperbole. Right. I'm not Chelsea's an arsonist. Not Chelsea's arsonist. not actually threatening violence. She's not an arson. 
arsonist, Chelsea. I think. Yeah. I think arson Chelsea. is like the, the crime. Arsonist is no. the committer. You got it. That's it, all right. <laughs> How do you vote? Um, it's more Pokemon. More Pokemon. All right. You know what? I'm going to go go Tom and Jerry because Pokemon Green's got all them bugs in it. Oh, the green. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Tom and Jerry World moves up. I'm dying. Tom and Jerry World moves up to number 201. Chelsea, how does it compare to Harald Hardtond, Kampen om de Rini Tinder? Is the, this uh, the toothpaste game? The, yeah, the Danish toothbrushing game sponsored by Colgate. Colgate. <laughs> Crystal? Tom Jerry. Yeah. Um, cartoons are definitely cooler than dental hygiene. I'll vote Tom and Jerry. Dental hygiene's Which cool. Mean, not as cool as, like, cats and mice hitting each other with hammers. No, it's cooler than that. Well, not according to me. And with that, Tom and Jerry is placed. Ugh. At number 201, directly above Harald Hardtond, directly below Pokemon Blue version Japan. <laughs> Just shy of the top 200. <sighs> oh, alright. Mm-hmm. We're done here. Crystal, do you have... Oh, let me read the bottom and top 10, why don't I? In the bottom 10, at number 420... Smoke oh, weed every day. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> At number 420, Megamind, the Smoke blue defender. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> At number 419, Tommy's Air Shark. Number 418, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 417, Time Dominator or Socket. Number 416, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Number 415, who did I date last night? Number 414, Elf, the movie. Number 413, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 412, King of Bali. And number 411, Kaze no Oka Koenite. Meanwhile, oh yeah, I was going to start reading that from the top down. Oh well, too late. Meanwhile, at number 10, the top 10, at number 10 is Terranigma. Number 9, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Number eight, Near Automata. Number seven, Resident Evil 4. Number six, Elite Beat Agents. Number five, Mother 3. Number four, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Number three, Tetris for the Game Boy. Number two, Loco Land. Number one, Still the greatest game of all time, to our knowledge, though it's finally getting some challenges to that crown. <laughs> Undertale. Oh, we ruined our list. No, we didn't. <laughs> Listen, we'll play Local Land. If it's not good, peer review. Peer review, that's right. Crystal, do you want to plug anything? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Arcane Crystal. You can find me on the Book of Medora podcast at audioentropy.com, where we talk about the lore of the Legend of Zelda series. You can also find me on MCU Complete Me, 
where we talk about if the Marvel me's if the Marvel films are good or if they're bad. Hey, you can give me some money at patreon.com slash arcane crystal. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? You can follow me on Twitter at Nitzpessimus, and please come to our panel at PAX West. Are you coming to PAX West? Are you going to be there Sunday at 6 at the Sandworm Theater? Come see us do Let's Plays Live. It'll be very fun. Please come. <laughs> As for me, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find this show on AudioEntropy.com alongside a bunch of other great shows like like The Book of Medora, like MCU Complete Me, like D-Comedy, like Totally Reprise, like Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, like Aliens with Battleborgs. I guess it's still called that for a few more weeks. You know, Let's whole... steal a podcast? Let's steal a podcast. That one, yeah. Check it out. It'll be a good time. And if you really, if you agree with me that it's a good time... You can click on the donut button we got over there. Give us some money for some donuts, because we got such hard munchies after all the weed we did this episode. See, what it is, really, is that Lexi is very good, and what really is, it's the fun to buy her donuts for being so good and being such a good site admin. Maybe also leave us a rating on iTunes? I don't know. Let's get out of here. Chelsea, give us a sign-off. If you had a chance for the exit row seat on the plane would you take it write in and let us know <laughs> or just let it slip yo <laughs> crystal and his name is john c <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm gonna go play local land bye everyone see you next time yeah. on let's place i thought i told you not to but you have